Good morning, my friend. Welcome in to our prayer time on this Monday morning. Yep, it's a Monday. You're listening to 91.5 The Blessing, WHCB. WHCB, Bristol, Kingsport, Johnson City. Thank you for listening. Thank you for praying for us. Thank you for giving to the work of WHCB. Uh, We need that. We need your assistance. If you uh, want to give securely online, or if you want to find out more about us, just go to our website, whcbradio.org. When we think of God Almighty, and we use the term God Almighty, we're thinking of the Creator God. We're thinking of Jehovah God. We're thinking of God the Father, maker of heaven and earth. And we talk about God being Almighty, but do we ever take time to think about the display of God's almightiness, the display of God's power. Do you think about it? Well, let's think about it in terms of some of the things we saw in the Old Testament. And I'm, I'm just going to mention it because we only have 10 minutes for prayer time every morning. Uh, it goes like this. Let's look at the uh, the scene as it is going to be put together by looking first at the players where God's power is displayed. We see Elijah, the prophet of God, in 1 Kings 18.22. We see Ahab, the wicked king of Israel, in 1 Kings 16.30. We see Jezebel, that was the wicked wife of King Ahab, in 1 Kings 16.31. We see 450 prophets of Baal in 1 Kings 18.22. So the scene then is the contest of power between God and Baal in 1 Kings 18.22 through 38. It's one of the greatest stories of the power of God being displayed in the Bible. It's played out in this portion of the Old Testament book of 1 Kings. Now, let's set the stage. There have been a succession of kings in Israel. There have been some good, some bad. Ahab was one of the worst. It was said of Ahab in 1 Kings 16.30, Now Ahab the son of Omri did evil in the sight of the Lord more than all who were before him. Then with Jezebel by his side, he worshipped and served Baal and his images. 1 Kings 16.33 says, And Ahab made a wooden image. He did more to provoke the Lord God of Israel to anger than all the kings of Israel who were before him. Well, we've studied these kings, and I'll tell you, uh, those that were wicked were wicked, and here Ahab was the most wicked. When Elijah saw the wickedness that King Ahab was doing, he was instructed by the Lord to go to Ahab and warn him of his wrongdoings. Ahab attempted to brush him off, saying, Is it uh, you that troubles Israel? And Elijah replied, I haven't troubled Israel, but you and your father's house have, and You've forsaken the commandments of the Lord. You've followed the Baals, that is, the false gods, little g. So Elijah suggested that they have a contest. It was between 450 prophets of Baal and one lone prophet of God, Elijah being that lone prophet. And it would prove whose God really had power. So he started by challenging the people, and he asked them there in 1 Kings 18, 21, and 22, How long will you halt between two opinions? Why are you hesitating? 
Why are you not choosing? If the Lord is God, follow him. But if Baal, then follow him. But the people answered not a word. They were afraid to answer. They were caught in the middle. They were unwilling to choose. Then Elijah said to the people, I alone am left a prophet of the Lord, but Baal's prophets are 450 men. So here was a challenge. They got two bowls, and one of them was laid on the wood. They put no fire under it. And he said, you call on the name of your gods, and I'll call on the name of the Lord. And the God who answers by fire, he is God. So all the people answered and said, it's well spoken. They said, when we see the power, then we'll make the faith. That's not what God calls us to do. He says that we're to have faith before we see the power. But here they wouldn't do it. So Elijah was setting them up. And the contest was on. In uh, verses 26 through 29 of 1 Kings 18. Uh, So they, that's the prophets of Baal, took the bull that was given to them. They prepared it, called on the name of Baal from morning until noon saying, O Baal, hear us. Well, there was no voice. No one answered. They leaped about the altar, and they cut themselves. They were just being silly in what they did. But it was what they thought they had to do to get their so-called gods to answer. So it was at noon that Elijah mocked them and said, Cry aloud, for he is a god, little g. Either he is meditating, he's busy, he's on a journey. Perhaps he's sleeping, he must be awakened. Maybe he's in the bathroom. So they cried aloud, they cut themselves. They used their knives and their lances on themselves until the blood gushed out of them. They were sacrificing themselves little by little by offering their own blood. Isn't that sick? And so when the midday was past that they prophesied till the time of the evening offering, there was no voice, no one answered, no one paid attention, nothing happened. And so Elijah said to the people, come near to me. They came near to him. He repaired the altar. The Lord had been broken down. He took 12 stones according to the number of the tribes of Israel And he built the altar in the name of the Lord. He made a trench around the altar large enough to hold four bushels of seed, put the wood in order, put the bull in pieces, cut it up, laid it on the wood, filled four water pots with water and poured it on the burnt sacrifice and on the wood. And he did it another time, a second time. He did it a third time. The water ran all around the altar. He filled the trench with water. And it was the time of the evening sacrifice. And he prayed... And God answered by fire. Fire came down, it consumed the altar, consumed the rocks, it consumed the the sacrifice, it consumed the wood, it consumed the water, consumed everything. And so the people fell on their faces and they said, The Lord, he is God. The Lord, he is God. Well, it was victory, of course. A victory for Almighty God because he's almighty. Was there any question as to what was going to happen? There shouldn't have been. It was God versus fake gods. Just as it is in the days in which we live. It's almighty God against all these fake gods that are out there. And God does already have the victory. And we as Christians, we who follow Jesus Christ, have the victory as well because Jesus Christ won the victory 
on Calvary on the cross. Do you know the victory is the question. If you know Jesus Christ, you know the victory that God has for you and for me. Praise the Lord. Let's go to prayer. Heavenly Father, thank you for the victory that we have in Jesus Christ. And I pray that we will walk in that victory today and throughout this entire week. We thank you. We thank you for salvation through Jesus Christ our Lord. We ask you to work in our lives in a mighty way today. Now we do ask for your provision for these who are listening, for these who work and toil here, and for the ministry of WHCB. We thank you. We give you praise. And we do that in the name that's above all names, the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and our Savior and our soon coming King. Amen and amen. Amen.